I really do. I'm the unhinged bit, and you can be like the bring it in, reel me in. <laughs> yeah. no, let's just talk about it. 64. Come on, Final Fantasy 7. Let's go. You let's go. What? Let's <laughs> keep it on topic. Let's go. Adult beverages are poured, the kids are asleep, welcome to New Dad Gaming. It's a show about fatherhood, gaming, and new fathers figuring out their gaming lives. My name is Trevor and I have an 8 year old and a 5 year old. I'm Jeff, it's summer, my kids are nowhere near their, their bedtime. They are 12 and 10, and still I, up, I can hear them. My kids are terrorizing the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're outside flying kites at night. Who knows what they're doing? It's summer. There's fireworks. There's s'mores. Whatever there's they're doing. Chasing raccoons. <laughs> yeah. The long, glory days of summer. That's right. We are just in the thick of it. It is, man, it's fantastic. We'll have some nights where uh, they'll go for a swim in the pool, but it just starts to be so late. It's like, you know what? That's a bath. That's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Your kids are totally. fine. There's totally chlorine. Chlorine's <laughs> like soap, right? <laughs> Dad, I'm itchy. Never mind. Don't worry. <laughs> well, unless you want to run off on a sprinkler, I don't see any solution to this problem. <laughs> Let Dad just hose you down as you get out. Yeah. Oh, but I do adore these days of summer. It is, especially as the kids have gotten older now, it's just so much fun to be out with them, playing soccer, playing frisbee, going for hikes just stomping around so that, that's been a really cool part about it as they continue to get older was there kind of a threshold for you that you remember where because i can recall when my you know i had like a one-year-old or even like a three-year-old like summer was kind of just like hot and sticky <laughs> and, I, yeah but, but then they, they just turned the corner where all of a sudden it's like oh this is cool it's like warm outside and we can just do a bunch of fun like activities that they want to do I, I think once the stroller dropped out of the picture, yes. that's when that turning point was, right? Because then they could walk, they're a toilet train, they could do mm -hmm. whatever and go to the splash pad and do, you know, Pokemon Go maybe was even at that point. Mm -hmm. um, that's when it was less exhausting, yeah. like less work. I think yeah, yeah, more yeah. more bonding than it was work to have them survive. <laughs> those, man, those two milestones are fantastic. So they drop, drop the stroller, potty trained. Yeah. So Golden. Oh. So, like, think about going to the beach without diapers mm -hmm. and without a stroller. Life is made in the shade. Yeah. But hopefully what you have on that beach is a beer because the new dads here are continuing with our summer of beers. Uh, thanks to everyone who has sent in one. Uh, this goes to new dad John who had sent one in. So for myself, we had an Ashton Brewing Company. Ashton Brewing Company. Uh, ABC, which is... Great little limerick, yeah, great little name on it. <laughs> this was their amber ale. Apparently, this was their first one they had, they had done. So this is a fairly small uh, brewery. So unfortunately for neighbors down the states, I don't think you'll be able to find them. But do if you ever come up into Ontario, try to find it any LCBO or beer store. Uh, just a, there's something about when a brewery does an ale properly, where the amount of flavor to it, the amount of um, body and character to it is just so much deeper so much like better tasting so this is just one of those absolutely recommended if you can ever find it where you are ashton brewing company amber ale what are you uh, sipping on this week there jeff 
I'm still looking at the ABCs and like with the kids and learning and like the stroller, like that fits in perfectly. That's there great. There you go. Very, that's it. right. Yes. Kid, you got your ABC. That's Dad's right. got his ABCs. <laughs> We're all, except the more I drink of this, the more letters I'm forgetting. Right. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. So mine has a little bit of a story. <laughs> I took my kids into the, like the beer store here is just basically the grocery store now. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to pick out dad's beer for dad's pick of the week so i'm like fine go for it so my 12 year old in like the fridge is looking at all the labels starts laughing like crazy (laughs) at this one called help yourself to my neighbor's pool and just the name of it and the graphic is just so fun very good (laughs) so this one was picked out by my 12 year old and i will say that it is something else it was it was i was not expecting what this was but it's brewed out i think sarnia ontario so again Mm -hmm. i don't think it's available for the our friends south of us but it's like a milkshake man like a like a smoothie (laughs) (laughs) that's beer which is i've never had something like that like Mm. kind of drinking almost like a beer smoothie out of these things and it's pretty strong um so while great on maybe a hot day ice cold i was done at one like this is a filling drink <laughs> this is okay that, i'll say <clears throat> this so totally makes sense that your kid would pick it this graphic a the title hilarious yeah, yeah. A, a plus the graphic uh, we got pink and orange and a 1950s style illustration of someone just diving into <laughs> ostensibly a neighbor's pool. Perfect. Excellent. But I'm going to read this and there's nothing that's part of this that makes me think nice summer beer. <laughs> this peach mango smoothie IPA. And I'm going to read that part again. This peach mango, mango smoothie. smoothie IPA yeah. is made with real mango puree, lactose, and a bevy of oats. Creating a thick and hazy body that pairs beautifully with a big fruity hoppy note. So the words we don't often have in beer is puree, <laughs> lactose, oats, and thick. Yep. Do you have any beers that are thick, sir? It just I don't even think it got out of the like when you pop the can lid for it to oh. just kinda sluice out. But yeah, it, it is filling. It's it's thick. Need a can opener. It's, kind of, it's like <laughs> yeah. a can of soup. <laughs> but i do like these type of choices because it's just like go nuts like like yeah. hey this like pale ale kind of tastes like beer great it, i'd much prefer to hear about this <laughs> which is like just throw caution to the wind and have at it so i i much prefer that this stuff exists yeah absolutely so, so you know take a dive in yourself there trevor it, yeah probably not pool. <laughs> that's why i listen to this show jeff because okay. <laughs> i like to know what to uh what i might like so that's it. Hey, Gaming Dads, again, thanks to Gaming Dad John for my recommendation. Uh, any other dads have recommendations? Like, reach out to us, New Dad Gaming, at New Dad Gaming, I should say, on Twitter, or NewDadGaming.com for the website. Would love to hear from you. So uh, before we start the rest of the show, uh, Jeff does have a, has invoked dad rights to make fun of me for <laughs> a gaming miss during my younger days. I had, somebody had asked on Twitter, why, any, hey, anybody out there, I'm doing my first playthrough of Final Fantasy VII, the original. Uh, what are some tips you would give me? And I gave the tip that, like, hey, for my first playthrough, I never knew that the all materia would is how you would cast something against everybody. Just, just a hot tip. To which Jeff immediately messaged me. It's like, okay, <laughs> we have a gaming podcast, <laughs> sir. 
and you have the most embarrassing <laughs> lack of knowledge for what ostensibly is one of the our audiences one of the one of the one of the a game held one of the faves that's a great way to say it yeah so i'm sorry jeff <laughs> you can't you can't post this trevor it makes us look like we don't know what we're talking about <laughs> I, yeah it uh i for some reason the only reason i recall this is because i later in life when i was older did a second playthrough and i went right. to the room where you're kind of talking to all the guards and everything and they were explaining materia and i said okay if you want to have something that affects everybody use the all material and reading it, i'm like oh that's how that works like I remember the realization and the fact that I reflected on my first playthrough and just had no clue how to do it. Just did it accidentally in a way. Yeah, so, it doesn't it doesn't really tell you beyond that point either. So if you do miss it or you're pushing buttons or whatever, you're kind of like you're just going to make the da- the game more difficult, which I guess you did your first playthrough. Oh so. yeah. Man, so that anyways, it it stood to reason Jeff got wanted his, was deserved some uh, good dunking. So we had to make it going so. But it also transitions nicely into the next story, which is Jeff getting into Final Fantasy 17 or 16, I should say, which has been, I believe, fantastic. Yeah. But you were a bit surprised when a 1990s video game trope entered into the chat room. Yeah. So it, like you said, Final Fantasy 16, great game. I love it. I'm still playing it. It's a great experience. I encourage everyone to go pick it up. The fetch quests in this thing, these side quests, quote unquote side quests, are hilariously thin and shallow. <laughs> like, and it it really kind of takes you because you have this gripping story, and it's one of the darker Final Fantasy stories. Like that, there's blood and death, and like, oh my god, things are actually falling apart, and it doesn't look like there's any hope. Hmm. Like, world-ending stuff, which is I guess is not new to the Final Fantasy kind of plot line, but this is just in like that darker tone right Mm. and you're doing all this in this world of like and i'm not going to spoil anything but like there's these huge crystals you you have to like crush these crystals and basically bring the world to the end so on this quest you're doing all this stuff and then you're given these side quests of like hi sir can you please deliver these peaches from this girl that died from the crystal you just destroyed (laughs) because it's her lasting legacy yeah and not just one person there's two bundles and you need to go at either end of this this hideout we're at because i can't do it because i'm standing here there's just okay like they're living under the crystal that has killed half their town yeah yeah impending doom is like staring them in their face and it's like I have these six sticks that I need to deliver to my dear grandma in the town over. Can you, the one chosen prophesized hero, take a good 40 minutes of your world-saving time and deliver some sticks to me? Like, yeah. It's like, come on. It's, I I get it. It, it. It's often levied against AAA companies that they need to pad the content. Like, look, unless this game absolutely. is, you know, 60 hours long, people are going to be upset about paying 80 bucks. Right. So, you know, there's that push to put more content in. But when it's like, we suffered this already. We've been through this nonsense. Like, RPG, classic trope. First thing you do, you you get 16 rat pelts. Yes. Every... Yes, exactly. And it would, right? just, it would just seem this day and age we'd be able to move past it and find something more meaningful. Yeah, and that didn't really happen. It's actually worse because... <laughs> You're being too kind, Trevor. <laughs> 
Well, because back in the day, you could literally, those dialogue boxes that popped up was a quick and easy button press, like blah, blah, blah. Okay, get through your thing. I'll go deliver the rat pelts to the guy mm. over there. Dialogue box, you're done. End quest. The way this is structured, it's the same director as Final Fantasy XIV, so it's a very, like, MMORPG kind of style mm. where you're locked into this one-on-one conversation now, and the person is voice acted takes a lot to get out their peach story and then it's quest accepted which is a whole different splash screen and then that's a few seconds and then you go deliver the peaches and then the quest is complete and that's a splash screen and then like you're back far away from the main quest line and you have to run back up to that so it's like again great game i love it to death but these things kind of just Oh, the, the like, gaming time of me is very slim, and I can't do all these things. Just the trend. It's, I, I it just gets. I feel if they had just put a little bit more effort to try to make it, pervient to the, like, within the story. So they, they mentioned crystal stuff. I haven't. I don't know the story of this game in particular, but there's big crystals apparently you got to destroy. Yeah. Fine. Uh, we found that if you gather crystal shard, like tiny pieces of crystals, we can use them for whatever, energy reactor. Could you please go collect 20? There you it's, go. It's the same stupid quest, but it's in line with the overall kind of story and like the arch. So like at least you could almost be invested in that, right? And now instead it's like you go through this horrendous, vicious battle. You know, you got materials flying. You got like you're calling in your Efreets. You got these huge, massive explosions. <laughs> Yeah. And like, and the announcer screams. I was like, "World boss defeated!" And then, <laughs> and then five seconds later, if you do another quest, it's like, "Peaches delivered." <laughs> it's like, what are we? What am I doing with my life? Like, come on. Yeah, and like the reward for it is nothing. Like the reward is just like your own kind of like self worth out of the game because the experience is literally like ten experience points. It's not going to gain you levels. Great. You don't really get gold or like materials out of it it's just for your own good so again it's just really thin that way and it harkens back to almost final fantasy 7 i don't even know if there were really side quests in that game there were things that you could find but yeah it's just like did we have to do this i would rather take all this stuff out or make it in line with the story like you were saying and then it would be good yeah but it's just a, it's an honest criticism i think we can move past it especially in 2023 yeah, it just, just takes a little bit little little more creativity a little Let's more go. creativity that's right yeah. yeah now speaking of creativity fantastic transition the you went to a live show that had a very integrated gaming component to it and apparently you were one of the players that i'm really interested to hear about this yeah so this was a live performance by a person that loves games they um it's a true story based on his life where he kind of felt his Game Boy, mm. his Game Boy Color, which made me old. <laughs> nice. Like, I grew up with his Game Boy Color. I'm like, oh, it's not even the original. Um, but um, You youngin. It you was, don't know. Yeah, exactly. But it was something that um, he, he kind of, that was his safe spot. So almost his save point. So mm -hmm. it was his life through where he turned to games as this way of dealing with a lot of the trauma was going through his life. Mm -hmm. Um, with his mother, who was diagnosed with an illness that was terminal, and then he had to be tested for the same illness. And there's no real spoiler because it's more performance, but it was something that he had to deal with because now he's positive for the same il illness. So how does he work through that? So he developed this thing where you play games that represent pivotal parts in the story of his life. 
Hmm. So when he's fighting with his mother's illness, it's actually done as like an RPG. So they wow. hand out a physical Game Boy where crazy. it's in the audience. And I was one of the players. I was one of the lucky ones where everything is controlling the actor through like electrodes, like electroshocks. So he's oh not getting hurt. But any button you press is sending a signal to these electrodes on his body to understand to move left, right, jump, duck, like the basic moves. Right. And even turn. So like one of the I won't go into all of it, yeah, but yeah, yeah. there's one like a character selection screen and like what emotion do you feel for this one part of the story? And you would turn and he would turn and do the emotion like you would rotate a character in a character <laughs> selection screen. It was hilarious. Wow. Like it was making something a little bit lighthearted from such a serious topic. And again, mm. building in that interaction was kind of a neat way to do it because I didn't know how it would work mm. where again this was promoted as like a game interactive performance so it was interesting that he is literally part of what you're doing as the gamer you're affecting him physically Hmm. in this game so that's all i mean that's been a somewhat thread weave in in speaking with you know you the listeners fellow gaming dads it's some things we've heard where you know you'll hear the story i was in the hospital and i had my you know, uh, phone with me, which I was playing a game. I Mm -hmm. had a lot of late nights and I just would always have kind of like destiny two on in the background. I, you know, X, Y, these punctuations of points in your life, or, or, you know, a lot of time kids would dads, when they were kids that we've spoken with would relate back to times in their life where maybe things were a bit difficult at home. And this, and Mario represented this escape, just a place where they could sort of turn things off for a moment than just be in a moment, which is great. Yeah. So, so that kind of thought has already permeated much of our conversations we've had with fellow gaming dads. And to know that somebody has taken that, turned it into art, and then created a entertaining performance, like that's so very cool to hear. Yeah. And again, the audience was very much into it, and it, it mm. made them feel part of his story, which mm. I think, again, the whole point to experience his trauma and experience what he was going through by passing around this Game Boy where most people had a turn and mm-hmm. then the audience was almost involved at the end, like all together, we had to time his actions on mm-hmm. this performance screen. So it was a, it was a neat, it was a neat performance. Again, no save points. Fantastic. It was just here in Toronto. I'm not sure if they go around at all, but it was, it was something to look out for something different. Nice. That is awesome. So yeah, folks, definitely check it out. And I mean, any other, gaming related performances that you've seen or you know obviously the one of the bigger ones was the when orchestra an orchestra will come into town mm-hmm. play like the uh various video game soundtracks there seems to be a certain move towards elevating some of the cooler content within gaming to a new audience new uh out, outpouring of it so yeah hey yeah. gaming dads, if you hear anything like that we'd love to hear from you newdadgaming.com or twitter at newdadgaming now, the funny story from your kids this week, where uh, Steam Summer Sale is underway, yeah. and, which I think you have a couple of pickups for us to consider, which would be great, but it sounds like your kids were using it as an opportunity to be generous, if, if perhaps a bit misplaced, but generous. Yeah, so this might be a little bit of a warning to gaming dads and having you know children with uh, Steam accounts and a Steam wallet with digital funds. <laughs> sitting there (laughs) because my 12 year old took it upon themselves well and my 10 year old um to buy their friends games that were on sale Hmm. 
because they wanted to play with them. And of course, it's summer. Their friends didn't have these particular games, so they ended up buying it for them. Found out because there's, you know, when there's a lot of laughter upstairs, and you're like, let's go. Like, it's like too much. Like, there's a threshold. They're like, that's, there's no way you're having that much fun not getting into trouble. That's right. Yes. So it was like one of those check ins. And I found out that they bought their friend these games. And I'm like, okay, well, why? Like, just let me hear your reasoning and you're not in trouble. But it was, they wanted to play with them. I'm like, okay, well, and then they explained to me, they used my own words against me saying, well, dad, it was on sale. (laughs) (laughs) Right? So they waited for it to be on sale Mm -hmm. and it was a good deal. And so I'm like, okay, well, it is your money, but, you know, here's the rules of like, you're not trying to buy friendship. You're not trying like, Mm. this is something that, you know, people are going to accept, but you know, don't be taken advantage of. It's it's great that you want to play with your friends and have them in on your game, but there are other ways to do this. And I mentioned share play. A lot of those games allow you to share with somebody else for a co-op experience without the other person buying it. Mm-hmm. And also I have like, much like Game Pass, I have the PlayStation Plus library that has a whole slew of these things that you could share across that system as well. Mm-hmm. So like before you go out and buy things, just do your research mm-hmm. and then know that you're not buying friendship. Like... If it's for a cause or for something great mm-hmm. it's so kind but like that's once tri- the money's gone it's gone <laughs> <laughs> yeah that the nuance there is tricky man because like it's so kind that they would spend their own money to help their friend so they could be participate in an experience yeah. yeah awesome gaming dad pride like your heart swells this is really great but my check you says are you are they kind of more excited about this than they can be because they see you as a wallet in order to get the things that they can't get or is it more you know where's the line on that so yeah it's kind of nice how you laid it out the conversation is like don't don't buy friendship right the kindness is fantastic generosity is amazing those are virtues we want in all of our kids but don't (laughs) be taken advantage of and be spending your money just to try to make people happy and like you yeah exactly and it's just one of those things just to be any gaming dads out there just you know do those little check-ins when you hear a lot of laughter maybe above (laughs) a certain level and ask some questions again we didn't approach it as like thou shall not like it's bad don't do that it was more about finding out their logic to it and maybe doing a little course correction just like you know Hmm. again like you said good to be generous and kind but you know there there is this like kind of friendship contract that you have to have right mm. so don't be taken advantage of nice well said well played now uh not sure what they picked up but i know that you picked up a couple <laughs> titles so i'd be kind of curious if you could walk us through the uh, games you found on the steam summer sale i don't know what it is with summer and me and stressful games but here i am picking it's up like... stressful games <laughs> that are all about micromanagement and tiny minute details yeah i don't i don't know why but um project zomboid which is sounds funny, but it's a super popular game, pretty cheap, I think 15 bucks on the sale right now. It's about this survival horror. Uh, you wake up in this world, obviously with zombies in it, and you have to survive. So there's seasons, weather, all this stuff that happens. There's also, you have to scavenge everything. So you're without mm. supplies. So everything you scavenge is something that you can use. And then there's even base building in it to try and 
build a base away from the horde and survive i don't even know what the end game is to be honest Mm. but everything in it is interactive so there's cars and stuff but the engine might not work or maybe there's a flat tire but you can fix that with something in some guy's shed Mm. and then like the bandages could be in a med kit in a bathroom or you rip your socks and tie it around like any wound that you get right so it's like very minute very detailed i don't know why i picked it up but i'm like i'm blown away by the amount of like effort that went in to yeah. making it but i tried this out with my 10 year old because it is like a co-op thing mm-hmm. and we had a blast just dying <laughs> because dad would fend off the zombies trying to take off the dad roll and my 10 year old would be up trying to scavenge supplies and find a way out and then and then i'm dead because i'm overrun by zombies because my 10-year-old's making noise, so there's a noise factor in this game. Oh. <laughs> They're up there breaking glass and stuff. But anyway, it's a hilarious game if you want it to be, and if you're really into survival horror, which I don't know if I am or not, but I'm really blown away by the amount of detail. This is something that is easy enough to pick up. It's a little hard in the eyes, but you kind of get mm. over that with the amount of like I, stuff. I was thinking about so it's kind of, if you're looking at this game, it's, it's worth anyone listening, go check it out on YouTube to get a sense of it it's the it actually really draws me in the visuals it's a i'd almost call it like a playstation era yeah isometric yeah. game but yeah. with modern kind of lighting facets to it so for me it becomes very visually interesting and kind of a la resident evil one yep. really suits the game well because it's clunky it's going to be difficult to navigate and a bit confusing but that is perfectly in line with this type of thing where it's any moment of frantic action is sort of <laughs> yeah is, is is challenged further by how bad the graphics yeah, all and the jank out. all yeah, the, the jank, jank and the controls and stuff yeah it's just part of the challenge i guess so the I'd, yeah I'd, I'd be kind of into this game that one looks pretty cool so what was the other one that you uh, picked up uh quickly another survival game stranded <laughs> alien dawn which i don't know i'm into colony sims where you crash land on a planet and you have to like figure stuff out much like a project zomboid where you kind of start with nothing but this is a neat one that plays well in the steam deck mm-hmm. and it's fully 3d which a lot of my colony sims are just 2d stuff because there's so much going on yeah but this was a neat 3d stuff and it it really does look pretty and beautiful and a lot of the graphics are really clean and there's a mm-hmm. big mod scene for it so it if you're into colony sims this one's another one that's got a 50 percent cut on it i think for the steam mm. summer sale so i will recommend this one as well but only if you just want to be stressed out by trying to survive the winter <laughs> with no heat or no food so yeah. <laughs> is, is your job of managing people and projects <laughs> just not enough wouldn't you love to come home and in your spare time do the exact same thing exactly <laughs> well, right i have some games for you being a parent in life being a parent to digital people why not yeah, I think that what kind of bothered me, and I, th- I suppose, like the um, Pro- Zom- Project Zomboid in particular. I took, mm-hmm. I've taken a couple looks at the Steam sale, and what, I was kind of disappointed in, almost in a way with my reaction to it because there's all these, for one or two bucks, you can pick up these little games. There was a tabletop uh, card game, which is just right up my alley. There's this, yeah. um, you know, 2D platformer that could be really cool. There's all, there's all of these fantastic looking little games. And my initial thought was, I, I just, at this juncture, like, I just don't have the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I had sunk so much stuff into Diablo 4, and I, this week was a crazy one. I have not touched it now 
in one straight week. I've not played oh, that no. game. And the thought that I would just pick up another one, and especially <laughs> with something like Zomboid, where it's like, yeah. this is not just a two, like five minute couch, have a good time. This is, a, you're going to have to dedicate some time into learning it, playing it, like going farther and farther. So, I want to say sad, like that kind of oversells it in a sense, but I'm just, in looking at this sale, it's like, where has the fun gone? Like, where has young me gone who could just pick up some of these, like, fun, silly things and, you know, while away a few hours with different experiences for a couple bucks here and there? It, 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 some, it's, it somehow struck me, uh, this particular Steam sale. Yeah, I, I so what I view games as now as a gaming dad is kind of like ice cream. So mm. you might have a couple of containers of ice cream in your freezer, and like one day you don't want vanilla all the time. You might want Neapolitan right. or maybe some chocolate mint. And you just want to taste. You don't you're not necessarily gonna finish the carton, sure, but you right. want different ice creams and maybe have a little taste and then you're done. And then you pick it up another day, or maybe it stays in the freezer. I don't know. But that's how I view it. I'm like, I want a taste of these things knowing I can't dump my whole life into <laughs> learning it, though I'd want to. It would be right. fun. Yeah. But it's not possible. <laughs> Yeah, I again like I hate to you know idolize uh, retirement in the future. As, <laughs> We're almost as, there. How many years have we got a clock? Only twenty. <laughs> as opposed to living now in the moment, enjoying it. But you know, you do just think about a moment in time when the day would stretch ahead of you, and you could maybe find some time to like dip yeah. into like four or five of these type of things. But hey, I, as I said, I tend to look at you <laughs> with a ray of hope. <laughs> <laughs> Where, yeah where it's like it gets better as we always kind of say at this show like it gets better so that's right that's what steam summer sale struck me as but hey, i would much prefer to hear about other successes so if any gaming devs out there have a recommendation we can pass along while these summer sales going on pass along we'd love to know what you picked up and what you're loving so we can advise other gaming dads new dad newdadgaming.com or at newdadgaming on twitter and with that we'll wrap it up there for the week thank you so much for listening if you like the podcast you can find us on all the major podcast networks we'd really appreciate a subscription and most especially a review leaving a rating and a review really helps to boost the signal Um, we're going to probably having a bit of announcements soon about that and how you can leave a rating and review and participates for something for an upcoming show of art but yeah if you can leave a subscribe rating review helps us huge you can find us all the major networks itunes uh, Google Podcast, uh, Spotify, Caster, anywhere you get your podcast. Just search for New Dad Gaming. Uh, again, if you want to write in with your own stories, run a, uh, have some game steaming recommendations, uh, beer recommendation as we're right in the middle of some beer, we'd love to hear from you. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening. This has been New Dad Gaming. Until next week, my name is Trevor, and I have an 8-year-old and a 5-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have a 12-year-old and a 10-year-old. And just remember, just because you became a dad... Means you cast all materia. Son of a bitch. <laughs> In Final Fantasy VII, you equip all I, materia to cure your party. I lowered my guard. I let you have your shot. <laughs> this is not you coming and like stabbing me in the back. No, this is, it a, this just, is a punch in the back as I'm leaving the room. How dare you, sir? I was gonna continue. It doesn't mean it's game over if you yeah. didn't use. <laughs> I was unconscious from your vicious strikes. Thank you very much. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. See you later.